now we're all moving on to Mary Nichols. So awesome to have you uh, not only here, but to be speaking at Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be fun, meeting a whole bunch of different people, see some of these podcast folks who I've just read about or I see, you know, their podcast links and all of that. So, um, yeah, that should be cool. It should be cool. Mary, why don't you give some background about what you do and, and how you do it? Because you do it like nobody else I know. <laughs> Uh, well, that is very kind. A good, good thing to hear in the evening. I really appreciate that. Um, I am the founder of the syndicated Fusebox radio broadcast on that show. I go under DJ Fusion. Um, I'm part of the Black Hawk also does the show as well. I've been doing the show since 1998. I actually originally started doing it um, in college when I was a student. At um, Rutgers University, shout out to New Brunswick, New Jersey, Central Jersey, Northern Jersey, all that good stuff. And um, I think I came into a time where just a lot of technology was changing at large and whatnot, especially in the realms of music and just basic communications. Um, A few years after I started doing the show, people were like, you ever hear this thing called a podcast? I was like, podcast? Like, yeah, people can like pretty much listen to your show any and everywhere and just download it. And it was like, huh, this sounds cool. Why not give it a shot? Because the thing that makes me feel old while I'm saying it, even though I'm not necessarily old, is that, you know, this was when MP3s were still relatively new, you know, when they had all the the super weird MP3 plays before, you know, the iPod officially dropped. Um, Net radio was super, super new, you know, and all of that. And um, we got on board with the folks at Podomatic, um, And they've been rolling ever since. I think this year now is officially at least the ninth year we've been podcasting. Eighth, ninth year. So, yeah, like for us, it was one of those things where it's like, wow, somebody can listen to us beyond our boundaries in New Jersey and New York. And we start seeing, you know, download stats and all that good stuff. You're like, wow, somebody actually gives a damn about checking us out. And we're just kind of just being here playing music, you know, talking all the whatever we feel, whatever we feel like doing, having fun and all that good stuff. Since um, the show originally was a late night show. So I was doing it like my dorm was literally across the street from the radio station. So I had like a minute to 2 a.m. slot where apparently they're like this crazy person wants to do this show. And um, yeah, like I'm just been rocking it ever since. I think podcasting just really helped expand what people were doing with the show. And um just meeting with different folks, connecting with different folks, um, especially when we went from, God, again, this may be for old facts to email to instant messaging to social networks and all this different types of stuff. And, um, yeah, that's the real short story about how the show came to be. What we do is um, we always say that we're two um, average black American folks just talking about whatever's on our mind. And then we interview people. We play all different types of music from the um, black diaspora, such as hip hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and um, plenty more. And um, yeah, that's basically um, it. I don't like the term urban radio or, you know, all of that. Cause well, it sounds corny for one. And I don't necessarily <laughs> like the fact that it, um, puts people in the box but that's essentially um what we do we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and um just whatever else is um going on so you might hear us talk about how we feel the presidential election is screwed and then talk about like ghostbusters and the latest black panther comic and whatever else is in between so that's how we rock and roll wow well, that's awesome that's awesome yeah so not almost you said nine years of podcasting yeah that's that's incredible i mean having 
having that level of of um, experience in the house and and speaking is is just a testament to uh, to what we do. I just realized that my light was on. All right, there we go. Okay, you got the spotlight on. Yeah, yeah, I got a little. Well, it's like kind of up and off, but it's it, it definitely brightens up. Like it like takes it sharpens up the image a little bit. Not that people can really see it on the Facebook Live because I'm just like this little tiny guy in the window. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's having having the the, the level of experience here. In South Jersey at, at Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference, doing it in in a way that's different from way most po- uh, conferences not podcasts but but conferences are doing it, um, mm-hmm. <coughs> and and bringing people together. Thank you. <coughs> I mean, I'm still fighting that uh, that cough that has just been it just won't mm-hmm. go away. I know a lot of people dealing with that actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, I'm I'm team allergies <laughs> myself, so I understand you. Oh, sorry to hear that. that yeah, that was me earlier today. So, <laughs> um, so what is your what is your talk going to be about? Um, basically, I'm just going to get into talking about the expansion of diversity in podcasting in terms of all the different voices and things that get represented in this medium right now. Now, for those who see my lovely face or whatever right here, I am a Black American woman. Uh, when I first got into podcasting, um. It definitely wasn't the landscape it is right now. And I'm very happy that you hear so many different voices and experiences through podcasting. And one thing I'm going to talk about is not just the fact that it's expanded, but why it's so important to have these voices. Because we're going to keep it all the way live with independent media. There's only so many venues left that you have to not hear like the same you know, two to five viewpoints and all that good stuff. I mean, you can turn to CNN or MSNBC or something and be like, God... It's, it's so cookie-cutter, it's ridiculous, whether you agree with the side or not. You don't really get to see complex people. You don't get to really hear complex people and views and stuff like that. And podcasting is just so important on that level to me, and it has a way easier entry point than some other forms of media. And I'm just going to get into some details with that and, you know, hopefully touch base in terms of how extra folks can get into it or maybe just find those communities that they didn't think existed that do. Because with podcasting, I mean, I'm sure you, this is probably a cliche that you've already heard. You meet people who you just are like, wow, there's somebody else who's like me who <laughs> digs this or understands this. And they could be hundreds of miles away. They could be in another country. You know, like I've definitely met great people who I can literally call, you know, friends and family through doing this show, whether it's um, people listening to us and touching base, traveling to different places, all other types of stuff. And um, not to get horribly political right now, listen to the show if you want to hear that. (laughs) Um, You don't get that too much anymore at all, I think. Except via, you know, maybe some various sites and um, through podcasting, we actually see full people and people that can sometimes disagree, but be relatively civil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have a real conversation instead of scream match A and B and then cut the commercial or whatever else, you know, like I think when we talk about diversity in podcasting, lots of folks will think that. If you have this particular ethnic background, you only have a particular experience. You know, if you are a male, you'll only have this particular experience. If you're a female, you have this particular experience. It's like everybody's not going to be able to fit into the box you want them to fit into. And I think podcasting degree forces people 
to have to go ahead and face that. There's plenty of podcasters I love, and I'm like, I disagree completely with some of the stuff you're saying, and they feel vice versa. But we also have other stuff that we can identify with, you know, and can go forth on various things from there, whether it's like, I feel Batman the Killing Joke sucks. I love it. Let me tell you why. (laughs) Or I'm leaning a little socialist instead of, you know, democratic. Well, I lean this way, but you know what? Let me find out where you're coming from. And we can go from there. We might still disagree, but there's a viewpoint that's out there and usually one that you're not going to see from a corporate media structure, you know? So, yeah, that's a little bit of what I'm going to get into. And also, just the way I think the diversity is being taken with podcasting, it's really interesting seeing these, um, I guess people would say, like, groups and um, conglomerates and stuff with um, various podcasters right now, hmm. where it's just they're like, oh, well, hmm, I'm very glad there are people who are in with these companies who are doing podcasting, but there is more diversity beyond the few people of this different ethnicity, of this different sexuality who are out there when you talk about diversity in podcasting. Because while I love that people can work with, just off the top of my head, this is no shade towards anybody at all, with like a BuzzFeed or, you know, NPR and stuff like that, there's way more of us out there. And more folks should get a chance to get people's ears too. Like with black podcasting, with a real quick example, so many people don't mention folks like, let's say, the black guy who tips, which is an utterly amazing podcast. Um, husband and wife team, um, with um Rod and Karen, and they have like their own, you know, unique um community folks who you know pay for podcasts. You know, they'll they delve into a whole bunch of stuff. But I look at some of these lists, and I'm like. Again, it's very cool that some other folks are with these bigger companies, but what about these folks who've been doing it for a minute and they have a real big, real solid audience? And just there's so many people like that to me where I'm like, I think they need to get more shine. I think one of the things now with diversity and podcasting is being there, like finding more ways of exposing people to it. You know, like I hate the terminology of curator. As it were, when you see these newsletters and stuff like that, because it just sounds so snooty and sedated, like, I'm a tastemaker, I'm a curator. But it's like, maybe we need to have more people who are doing that on certain ends. Um, Just trying to find solutions to, you know, making diversity in podcasting be more than just a outside shallow type of thing in terms of how people from who might be new to podcasting look at stuff. You know, so yeah. Well, I, with the in regards to the the, the mainstream media, their, their their biggest problem is is they like, hey, you got two minutes to make your point, and then we got to cut the you know, in three minutes we mm-hmm. got to cut the commercial, and and it's tough because like they need the they need the ad revenue to be able to do what they do because there's such a high um, cost involved with doing live TV. You know, the cameras, mm-hmm. the camera crew, the cable runners. Excuse the, me. Yeah, uh, you know the the. the talent on camera the you know there's so many aspects to it just to have the building with the air conditioning and the power and like so they're mm-hmm. they put themselves in that into mm-hmm. that box of needing that kind that level of of sponsorship where as with podcasting um and i and i totally agree on on saying like hey uh podcasting is great um more people are going to find out about podcasting it's good in some ways when like a celebrity or somebody you know whatever ethnicity or gender comes in and says i'm going to start out this podcast the problem mm-hmm. is and and starts a podcast with like say cbs or one of the main broadcasting companies um the problem is is it 
it kind of casts shade on us, almost like we're pirate radio at that point because we're not going mm-hmm. to get that level of exposure that we could have gotten before because we don't have the money to be like, well, every five minutes there's going to be a commercial on radio and on TV that says mm-hmm. go to you know play dot it and listen to podcasts from uh, yeah. Snooky or from Paula Deen or from whoever like whatever. You know, Alex Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. that's the yeah. kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like you're trying to compete against these people that have pre-established, you know, mega audiences, and there's only so much time in the day for people to listen to begin with. Um, but I love yeah. the fact that you know, podcasting as being such a low bar barrier to entry. Uh, you know, having a microphone and and hitting the, the record button. It really mm-hmm. opens up the door for these long form conversations and finding those people, like you said, that's like, I didn't know anybody else was into uh, iPhone camera lenses. I mean, you probably can't, mm-hmm. you know, the people on Facebook Live can't even probably see what I'm holding up, but it's like, we're going to do a whole podcast based around iPhone camera lenses. And, mm-hmm. and that's what our thing is about. And that would never be in the mainstream. Like, it just wouldn't mm-hmm. be a thing. Um, but here in this world, we can make that happen. Indeed, indeed. And that's one of the things I think that is just so joyous about podcasting is that you get, you know, you find a decent host, you know, don't don't get trashy equipment. I'm sure people talk about that more during the Mid-Atlantic podcast and all that stuff. <laughs> you know, you get a decent mic, you get some headphones, you know, you, you put yourself out there. And I mean, yeah, there's going to be like technical tweaks and stuff that you can do. And, um, yeah, it's really amazing to see the the many ways that people can find you out and, you know, discover what you do. Because, I mean, I've definitely had some weeks where I'm just here like, why the hell am I doing this? Am I crazy? I mean, this nah. year will be the 18th year I've done this. I've done the show. I've had I don't have kids. This is essentially my kid, <laughs> you know, doing the fuse box radio. And um, that time I'm just there, like, I'm out of my mind. It's like the most steady relationship I've ever had is the show. <laughs> but, um. Just the many ways people can reach out to you and the opportunity to have come have been um really great. And it's literally been just by just me being me. You know, you know, my co's being my co-host, and there's times where they're like, we're talking into the mic, who the hell's listening? And somebody's just like, Wow, somebody from Japan listens, somebody from, you know, Tel Aviv listens, somebody from Brazil listens, a bunch of people right around the corner listen. Cool, people. Give a damn about us in the DC metro area where I currently reside. That that's nice, you know. Like you just never know how this thing can go, and when you're, you know, saying that it doesn't necessarily again fit easily into a certain box, it's cool. It's like we talk about quote unquote nerd stuff, but it's not the entire show. We talk about politics, but we don't feel like preaching at nobody all the time, or you know, being on the soapbox. We talk about movies, but that's not our entire thing. We just kind of you know find different topics that we want you know want to touch base on during the week we free form it and here's the music that we like which apparently other people like how we put together music so it's really really cool i think the funny thing now with podcasting is we're at a certain point where i think people are trying to make podcasts like radio or commercial radio and that has a whole ton of advantages and disadvantages to it because for People, I'm sure, like me, yourself, and a bunch of folks who've been doing the podcast thing for a minute, you remember a time when people were just there like, what the hell is a podcast? People that are still sounds like that. dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, p- people are still like that, but I think they see it a little more. Like, I think when the cereal blew up and some of these other things. And they've heard particularly, the word. They might not understand yeah. it, but they've heard the word. 
like like they know it's a thing and when abc and cbs and these other folks are doing it they know that podcasting is a thing like in my realm with um i guess again i hate the term i'll just use it for now like urban radio and all that or black radio you have folks who are like literally talking about y'all are nerds what the hell is a podcast? Nobody cares about a podcast. If y'all were really doing media, you'd be on real radio. You'd be on BT or MTV or WPGC or et cetera, et cetera, whatever big station is out in your particular area. And at this juncture, I don't know a DJ that does not have a podcast or is trying to work on a podcast. All of these hip hop guys, like um, MCs and stuff back in the day who were talking about, I don't know what these podcast guys are talking about. They corny. Half of these guys now, have podcasts ironically the majority of them with some of these um you know podcast groups conglomerates etc um it's been really fascinating seeing how things have grown and flipped and just trying to see where people are trying to take it now um no shade at the moment on iHeartRadio, but i'm like seeing what they're doing um with certain people in podcasts it's like hmm i don't necessarily know where this is going to go exposure is nice but are you going to have control over the work that you've done? Like you might've had beforehand, you know, all of that type of stuff. It's, um, it, we're in a fascinating place with this, um, medium. And I'm just hoping that it doesn't go the way of certain other, um, mediums with it becoming, I guess, you know, not being something that we can all grab a hold of and do. I mean, radio back in the day, everybody was able to have a radio station just about and then that disappeared tv there were lots of localized tv stations that disappeared i damn sure hope that doesn't happen um with podcasting because i know some folks who look at internet radio were like life 365 shut down last year and it was like wow yeah that was sad uh that was crazy because i listened to a a disney um show called or it wasn't even a show it was a whole station 24 7 station with disney music from the parks called um, Mm -hmm. uh uh wow uh mouse here Mouse here radio, yeah, something like that. I, unfortunately, it shut uh, Mouse World Radio, and it shut down because of, of Live Three Sixty Five. Now, actually, I had heard, um, I thought I had seen an <coughs> article uh, about iHeartRadio running into money problems because they're apparently they're not they're not profitable, which is a problem um, for them. Mm-hmm. You know, if and that's the great thing about podcasting is like if you're not profitable, it doesn't really matter as long because you know it might be a hobby. It might be your kid in your case. It might be uh, something that you use as an indirect income to pull in, you know, clients for what you do. It could be, uh, you know, again, it could be your hobby. It could be anything that you want it to be. And that's the beauty of being able to do it. And as long as the Internet stays net neutral, we can keep we can keep that dream alive. Definitely, definitely. That's another thing about podcasting, too. You get real hit very quickly to um, how you can keep what you're doing um, rolling. Since that was a whole other thing where it was amazing to have people like, net neutrality, hell no, don't mess with my podcast. Don't mess with my Netflix. (laughs) And, you know, because there's more people who are used to just having more forms of media. You know, and it's something I think this is going to sound all corny, but you know, us being currently in a democracy, we don't need to have less forms of media. We need to have more. We need to have more viewpoints. We need to have more people, you know, doing the stuff they don't necessarily, you know, get to see on TV. Like, what's the last time you saw a whole bunch of long investigative journalism, but via, you know, the net in some way, or, shape, or form? Like 20, like 20, yeah, like or those, Dateline? Is that what you mean? 
like 2020 or Dateline, like you got those, but that's like what a once a week, sometimes chopped up. But then yeah. you have some of these shows where they do like really in depth stuff, or there might be some of the newspapers. I know they'll like have an article. And then they'll have a pocket where they go in depth about their research and how they did certain stuff or whatever else. You you just get more, you know, you just get more ideas. You just get more ways of looking at the world. And podcasting was, you know, the stepchild of media for a minute that's starting to step it up now. And um, we're seeing some interesting ways people are either trying to embrace it or trying to control it. You know, because what if it gets to a point where the the big just I'll just bring it right now because it's just on my mind. What happens if it just gets to being an iHeart that gets you the most exposure and you are you know don't have a way of getting in like your podcast hosts that have it in with iHeart Radio? You know, like is that going to make things better or worse? Or is your steady audience going to be like I don't care and I'm going to still be down? Or are you going to be happy with the audience that you have? Personally, I- I'm thrilled with you know the amount of people that listen to us, I would like for it to grow and expand, but I like the fact that it's been a natural growth, you know, like it's always pleasant to be there. Like, Oh oh, damn, somebody put some money into PayPal. Woo. You know, (laughs) while, you know, trying to get some extra, you know, sponsors and all of that. But, you know, it's great to be able to be like, we do for literally a two person operation. And, um, we're still able to get our listeners. We're still able to, um, since we, we DJ and do other media things, you know, we're able to get them DJ gigs through it. Um, we're able to get speaking of um, gig through it. Just this wonderful event. Um, I did TEDx Orlando in 2012 due to the podcast. Whoa, that's awesome. Actually, yeah, it was a great experience. Um, short story actually reached out to them about, um, doing some music for their event and they were like I'll listen to your podcast because the link was in your signature wouldn't you rather speak and i'm like wait what <laughs> a ted talk what the hell and um yeah it was a wonderful um situation um we've done various music festivals through it i've um, done various talks um the last podcast talk folks did was um actually a panel with the folks over at um <clears throat> excuse me the um dc pod fest shouts out to jennifer crawford and them who will also be at um podcast in atlantic i'm trying to segue all the <laughs> commercial stuff and <laughs> into it and then um, we actually did a great panel on um you know diversity and podcasting there that i was um able to mediate and again a lot of it just came from people being themselves like i think sometimes you look at media and people always feel that they gotta you know fit some type of archetype like you got to be the funny one. You got to be the serious one. You got to only talk about this. Well, podcasting is not really um that way. And um, it's just a fantastic thing. Like, I know a group of people went to um San Diego Comic-Con. And it's just a, a nice, great group of podcasters went down there. And their content is crazy. But that's because they were them. And they're all diverse podcasts who just happen to touch base on the quote-unquote nerd stuff. And it's definitely going to be a different viewpoint than, you know, the bleeding cools and all that who do great jobs. But it's, you know, other people who just built up their own brands and um, made it happen in the realms of, um, you know, with this particular group of folks on podcasters of color and whatnot. So it's it's just trying to get more stuff out there. And I think ultimately that's the point of inequality um, medium, different voices, different experiences and you know, if you're lucky, you get to build little communities around that. I would agree. Or, and, and learning. I mean, because that's all it's about, learning. So, you yeah. you know, if you only learn from sound bites, that's not enough uh, to, to, to genuinely build, uh, some, you know, to build a brand around for the, for the most part. So, 
I, you know, I, 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 I think it's awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to, to, to having you come and speak, and uh, it's it's gonna be a great time. I, I'm looking forward, to, and yeah, shout out to, to Jennifer Crawford. Uh, she, I, I, I'm looking forward to going to DC Podfest this year. I wasn't able to make uh, it last year, unfortunately. Uh, oh, it was a fantastic event. It was a fantastic event. Um, yeah, but, um, Jennifer Crawford and them really put it down, especially for um first year event. Lots of um diverse folks came through, um, who had all different types of experiences from the marketing ends to their different podcasts to just you being there like, Oh, I didn't know there were this many podcasts who were in my tri state area. This is awesome. <laughs> so definitely. um I think you'll definitely enjoy it. I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Um and I think I don't know, like, I'm just one of those people who's big on independent media. I think I always have been. Maybe I was a spoiled because I came up through college radio, and um, I've been doing this um, to the present. And I just think it's just more vital than ever. Like, one of the examples I tend to like bringing up because I got in first more hardcore on the music before getting into the music and the talk is that when I first started doing my show, I think there were about eight major music distributors now there are two. You know, mm. we can sit back and we can look at how some of the radio station stuff went, especially, you know, by the FCC Telecommunications Act in 1996. There were lots of local radio stations. Now, not so much. It's like, and I'm sure with yourself, I see that you travel quite a bit and everything. <laughs> um, you can go from one whole region to another and hear the same playlist, hear the same personalities, hear the same talk. I don't know how you feel about it, but for me, that's wildly irritating, you know? <laughs> so when you have something like a podcast, you can use whatever your podcast app is of choice, you know, put on your Bluetooth, plug in your, you know, your um, various means of playing game threes or whatever, and just listen to different stuff and just go anywhere. That's a cool thing. You know, you go to the gym, you can be like, here's my gym podcast. Here's my walking around podcast. Here's my, I'm at my nine to five and people are getting on my nerves and I don't want to strangle anybody. So I'm put on my favorite podcast. You have all of these new options now that you had, didn't have before because they, they were reduced by the, the quote unquote easier ways of getting media. And now, well, cheaper, you know, way, cheaper ways. Well, well, cheaper ways of getting media. And now, if you have a cell phone, you can get a podcast. You know, you got a tablet, you can get a podcast. And more and more people have these things. Not yeah. as many, you know, that it could be, and I'm hoping that, you know, things with like net neutrality and the way people are trying to expand broadband in this country and beyond and just access to Wi-Fi and things, it expands. But it's way more much of a thing now than beforehand. And um, I just think it's only helping everybody out for the better. If nothing else, I have fellow weirdos to talk to about, hey, man, let's talk about these mics and how to get this RSS feed out <laughs> and um, <laughs> all this cool stuff because... You're not necessarily going to seem like the coolest gal if you talk about RSS ease unless you're talking to somebody who knows what the hell that is and all that good <laughs> stuff and um all that. But yeah, it's um it's been a fascinating thing seeing the growth of podcasting. I can just only hope um that it continues more. I mean, I think <laughs> there are people who've been doing it for over ten plus years, like the literal very beginning. Who are still doing it now? Yeah, Dave um, Jackson was just on, and he was been eleven oh, okay. years now. School of podcasting. Yep, and probably yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's one of my listeners, folks I listen to on my own personal list, and all of that. And um, yeah, like to be in this for that 
chunk of time and be there like, wow, this is really something. Um, kind of makes you feel you're not the only person wearing a tinfoil hat of, I would like somebody to hear what I'm talking about. <laughs> somebody else must dig, you know, the music that we're playing. And um, on the musician end, seeing musicians take podcasting more seriously for their own exposure, I think is good. You know, whether it's just getting a tune played, getting interviewed, um, maybe they themselves putting stuff together or whatever. It's something that's out of the regular box people are so used to. And I think with musicians, especially we're at a stage now where it's like, let's face it, you're not getting on these big corporate places if you don't build a foundation in the first place. And podcasting, honestly, is one of the more easier ways of doing it. You can do the blog posts and stuff, and that's cool. But somebody can always pull up a, a podcast to see they got a playlist. Oh, this many podcasts are playing this track. Huh. They have pretty nice followings. I might need to see what's going on, you know. Um, on the political ends, um, we've interviewed um, various folks from third parties on our show. And, you know, you only get like literally the two same people, I think, on mainstream TV who yeah, yeah. have the other thing. Which, you know, no shade, God bless them. But it's like, there's more out there, I think. Just the fact that people can't only say that here's a person who does this. But here's a person who does this, regardless of, you know, their politics, creative spin, so forth and so on. And we can just sit down and talk in depth with them as long as we want to. And you can get a pure chunk of them. That's not like the 30-second clip. Which, hey, if you get the 30-second clip on um, a major news channel, that's great. That's the great. That's wonderful. But if people want to get the real essence of you and you can just freeform it out, you're not going to get better than a podcast. Well, they, you know, the, not. The, 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 to go with what you just <laughs> said, the uh, a lot of times if you do get that mainstream exposure, it's not about the, the mainstream exposure so much as how much you use that mainstream exposure after the fact. Because like. Oh, you know, so-and-so was on Good Morning America. Like, how many people are actually sitting around on their couches watching every moment of Good Morning America? It, and, mm -hmm. and you might only have a minute to two minutes, maybe three minutes if you're lucky to be, you know, to have exposure on there. Sure, there are people watching it, but it's not the level that you might want to believe or they want to believe that it actually is. It's probably playing in the background while people are getting ready, stuff like that. So it's really you know important as, as a content creator, whatever the medium is, whether it is blog posting, video, podcasting, like whatever that way that you get that content out is to utilize that, you know, to leverage that to say, look – my content or my what I do or what I'm putting out there was lever you know was on these these outlets um so what mm -hmm. I do is good enough for that platform even though I'm not on that you know I'm not on BET every day I'm not a regular mm -hmm. guest or a regular host or a regular you know I have my own TV show like but even to say like you have your own TV show it, you know how many times would you would you say you for like oh so and so has their own TV show like well what channel is it on they're like some channel that you've never even heard of because we have hundreds and hundreds of channels for every niche or mostly mm -hmm. any niche that you would want and you know so it's like oh well that's kind of diluted too versus like oh I have a mm -hmm. show on NBC and it's at ten o'clock on on Thursday nights like that's a yeah. pretty you know that's like boom prime time like big deal versus mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I have a show that got picked up for a, you know a couple episodes, six episodes or something. Um, still mm -hmm. an amazing accomplishment because most people will never get to do that. 
Yeah. But again, it's how you leverage that after the fact, you know, mm-hmm. to get more exposure and to when people come to your site, like, boom, look, I had a show on TV. It was on this channel. You might never have heard this channel, but it's a channel. It exists. And mm-hmm. and that's how you, you get, you know, you grow your audience and grow what you do through the validation of of stuff like that. So if you do get it, you can use it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Mary, uh, we're as I was telling Dave, we're, we're going to be having cheesesteaks. We're going to have a, a Philly lunch uh, provided at the conference. I will be eating the cheesesteak, so that's, yes, that's good. Yes, cheesesteak and, I'm, and I'm Philly cheese pretzels. <clears throat> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. I'm hoping that it's good. I've heard good things, so I'm, I'm hoping that it's it's up to the standards of uh, not just like, oh, it's a Philly cheesesteak, but it, you're in like <laughs> D.C. or you're in New York or you're in uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the South. Philly I'm looking forward to the Philliness of the Philly cheesesteak. Trust, trust and believe. I actually have relatives um around Philly, so I'm just here like Philly cheesesteak for real. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at this and um scrutinizing it properly. I I, I I hope so. I will be as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And um, and so yeah. So uh, is there is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, other than oh, your your affiliate link. So if anybody uh, anybody that's watching this at this point, um. Your affiliate link. So the price right now for Map uh, MapCon is a hundred dollars, but you can save ten percent right now if you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. Come here, come here. Oh, look at that! Look at that got, smile. Hold on a second. Got, hold on. So you got some fam family moment. Yeah, we got Aww. some. Now, people on Facebook Live Aww. probably can't see this too well because I'm just a little guy in a window. But oh, we got uh, we, we got we got the, we got the the, the, the newest Pardo. Hey Hello, there. hi. Hello. She should be well asleep by now. Well, pretty close to being well asleep by now. I heard her screaming earlier. Aww. Mwah. Yeah, Aww. That was a little smile. See, see l- l- little future podcast. She's like, I like the mic. I, I like being able to rock on this mic. <laughs> she does. Get that, she, get, Get the spotlight, all me. that good stuff. Hey there. Adore. Yeah. And um, that's another reason why y'all should um, attend, um, you know, MapCon, because um, we have some folks here. <laughs> when you need to become future podcasters, see, perfect commercial. Yes, yes. So, yeah, she, she does join me on uh, quite a few recording sessions. Not the interviews, generally, but the uh, the solo and the, the pre-show that I do where I talk about everything that's been going on and topics and stuff like that. And she'll be joining me in the very near future when I do uh, YouTube videos as well. Okay. So so that'll, that'll be a fun time. She's just staring up here. Um, and so, uh, yeah, her name's Ava, for anyone that doesn't know. And she hopefully will be making an appearance at... At MapCon. Um, so there you go. Help out young budding podcasters like Miss Ava here by attending MapCon. Yeah. Supporting yeah, so this event learn. and plenty other. So she can learn and all future mini podcasters <laughs> can learn what's going on. And y'all can use my affiliate link if y'all want to, too, to go on ahead and attend this. And ah, here's me live on Facebook live on my tablet. That's you, crazy. Okay. You you have the link there because I have the link here. If you don't, um, I do have it, but I'm trying to get to. I just got Windows 10 on my laptop, so oh. it is acting up and all it's, that stuff. Uh, it's MidAtlanticPodcast.com/fusion. F U S I O N, and you can get 10 percent off from now until 
Really? You're, you're that interested? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get 10% off, too. Uh, yeah, I would say, you, you know discounts are good, Ava. You know discounts are good. See, everybody should be following all of this right now. <laughs> yes, you, you can get 10% off uh, from now until uh, all, the end of August 2nd. Uh, so, because then the, after, uh, on August 3rd, the price goes up to $150, and I got I'm not sure what the discount, I think it'll probably still be a 10% discount off of that with the affiliate code, uh, middlehannockpodcast.com slash fusion. Uh, so you can help, uh, you know, get some, get some money off of your, your ticket for MapCon. Um, which is a great bargain anyway, but get that discount because... I don't know how much everybody else feels like they're balling with their money, but I like saving money. So y'all can go ahead and use that discount code, save some. And in all honesty, I've been to various um, podcasting events and other stuff. You're not really getting much of a better bargain than this, y'all. This, you get a lot of stuff for the rate that's going on right here. Even when it goes up, you're getting a lot, but why would you want to pay more if you don't got to pay more? I, I would so. agree. I mean, the only better way to do it is if you had found out about MapCon sooner and paid the $75 that it was uh, originally. So, you know, but we can't, we don't have time machines, I don't think. Right, Mary? There's no time machines yet. No, no, so, no time machines around here. Can't go back. Though maybe it already happened. Maybe somebody went back in time already and, and registered at $75. And I wouldn't even know it because it already Which, happened. Okay. Which, hey, if they did, you know what? Congratulations and all that good stuff. Let me know about going back in time, too, so I can get some lottery numbers, play one or two things. I won't get too greedy, you know, just <laughs> yeah, enough just so I can. Just a few hundred million, that's you know, all. <laughs> just, just a few hundred million, you know. Give, give my mom some stuff, pay off my car, get, you know, a nice little island somewhere and all of that. But, um, yeah, guys, seriously, um, this is going to be a great event. Um, lots of great speakers are going to be there. It's not going to be the dry programming where everybody's just going to be sitting there all stiff and still and listening to, you know, little brief presentations and all of that. And nobody's going to have, you know, any fun or actual real networking time where it's just not you just passing along business cards, but actually talking like human beings. And y'all heard about cheesesteaks. Cause I didn't know about cheesesteaks until tonight. Oh, so yes. cheesesteaks yes, cheese and pretzels from Philly. And, um, yeah, cheesesteaks and pretzels are quite the business right here. Oh, yeah, well, let me share this video. Me, can you give me a, those folks a, who are still there? Uh, uh, something to wipe her face with? She, like, spit up big time. Uh, All over parenthood. Yes. yes. See, look at this, y'all. Podcast parenthood right here. Oh, man. This, this is why he's Super Joe Pardo. He does everything. Oh, trying to. Talks, <laughs> talks at the United Nations, does all kinds of podcasts, and does events like MapCon for us folks in the Mid-Atlantic region of the U.S. Yes. And, to get and, together and do podcasts. At. And there's going to be way more people, I'm pretty sure. Than yeah, our, Mar- uh, Mark is coming from the U.K. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're, we're actually international at this point, uh, which is pretty incredible considering just last year we were pretty much up and down the East Coast. So, um no, I, I I appreciate the plugs, uh, Mary, and we're you know we're trying. Uh, it's it's a community based event, and uh, I don't know if you heard the the announcement earlier, but with uh, with Dave Jackson and two other who I haven't announced yet, uh, podcast coaches will be uh, on a panel playing the dating game with a newbie podcaster, and the newbie podcaster, Uh-oh. bachelor or bachelorette, will get to pick at the end of the game which uh, uh, which coach they want to go with. For a coaching session. Oh, okay. To go okay. On so a you're gonna date. get 
get, get on that podcasting date. Not the other type of dates. Podcasting date, which is still going to be a major thing for people, yes. people and what have you. And I know people can't see you through the Facebook Live thing, but I'm like, I, I see your little lady Ava sponsors. They're like, yes, podcasting dates. Y'all need to be about that. Yes, she she is all about the podcasting and talking and trying to eat the microphone and, and all of that. So um, it's abs- absolutely um, awesome when you get to incorporate your, your family members into this thing that we do uh, called podcasting. And uh, <clears throat> for all those actually that don't know, we actually ran a, uh, a, a podcast with my wife leading up to Ava being born where we talked all about the journey to, to parenthood called uh, Birth. So I think it's like birthpodcast.com. Though actually, the web address might actually have gone expired. So I, I, I don't I – th- it might not actually be available. I think i got to put it up somewhere else. Like I'll probably just put it into like a zip file or something or or, or some, some something somewhere. But, yeah, we went from week to week talking about – yeah, we did, about you. We talked about you. Yeah, it was all about Aww. you. Yeah. She's like, I, I literally known about podcasting from the very beginning, guys. Y- y'all don't know about that. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so yeah, Mary, I uh, plug your plug your website again, and then uh, we'll plug the uh, the the affiliate code or link, uh, and we'll we're gonna get out of here so we can get this little girl to sleep. <laughs> Hopefully. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. Y'all can check out the Fusebox Radio broadcast. Aw. Y'all can check out the Fusebox Broadcast Radio um anytime via our website, um, which is www.fuseboxradio. We finally got that name. Dot com. F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. Yep, somebody from England had it for the longest time. And then we were finally able to grab it. Or you can go to fuseboxradioonline.com, one straight word. Facebook.com slash fuseboxradio radio show. Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio and all the other social media is under the Fusebox Radio. As we always say, if you forget, just search for Fusebox Radio broadcast via your favorite search engine of choice and our lovely logo and a whole bunch of links will come up. Um, we're available to listen to via all your favorite um, podcast services of choice. And that's how you can check us out. And as folks said beforehand, you can check us out at midatlanticpodcast.com slash fusion, F-U-S-I-O-N, for the discount to get to attend this wonderful event. You get T-shirts. You get admitted to all the um, programming that's happening and just the other Lots of ton of cool stuff. And if you go on the website, um, they have listings of all the folks who are speaking so far and basic programming and stuff like that. So um, for some of y'all who haven't met yet one way or the other, it'd be cool to say hey to y'all in the greater Philly area during that wonderful weekend in September. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. So um, thank you for this Facebook Live talk and all that good stuff. I hope your little lady gets some rest soon. I hope y'all get some rest soon as parents. <laughs> Thank you. Mary, you podcasting did such a parents and podcasting baby. So. Professional job there. A bang up job. Uh, so reading all of that off right from the top of your head. I assume you don't have it written down in front of you. Um, I do not. I'm just like, I'm just trying to remember all, all the stuff. I guess part of that's <laughs> been me doing certain stuff for a period of time. But um, this has been great. And I'm looking forward to seeing everybody um, September 8th and 9th. It should um, be fun. Yes, it should. So go again, middleanticpodcast.com slash fusion to get 10% off the current price, which is not uh, – the current price is 100 You'll get it for 90 It's going to be awesome. Um, you also will get lunch as well. That was uh, the cheesesteaks that we mentioned earlier. So, uh, And there's definitely some more surprises and things that I'm working on. So hopefully 
Uh, and the podcast competition, where you'll be able to go and create a five-minute podcast with four team mem- three other team members, and uh, okay. play, play for fabulous prizes, including hopefully, maybe if this works out, uh, an ATR twenty-one hundred microphone from Audio Technica for each of the members in the team that wins. So Ooh. we're we're hoping. Um, I gotta hear back from one of our potential sponsors on that so if that if that comes through if not uh we're gonna do something we're gonna have something great there'll there'll be something great there's no worries with that i I will i will make something happen um otherwise that's what the plan is is to give away uh microphones again and and we actually have some other surprises in there if if what comes through comes through so lots of lots going on and uh podcasting rules and i love the fact that we uh, as podcasters can come together and and we're not just a bunch of you know white nerd guys for like stuck in a basement or anything like that from like you know when computing first started and that's that's really which awesome. is definitely a plus <laughs> which yes. is definitely a plus definitely. and all of that and, and we, um, need, uh, we need people we need voices and we need experiences and that's how we learn so uh it's like i said it's it's great that it, that, that isn't so monochromatic uh, in in the podcasting space, see she's smiling for it too. That's yeah, right. You are Whoa. like you don't want monochromatic podcasting. No, that's no boring. monochromatic podcast. That's boring and dry. And who wants to spend broadband time downloading something that's boring and yes. dry? Nobody. That's what TV's Nobody. for. Yeah, <laughs> we can say that. That's what other <laughs> stuff is for. That's not what podcasting is for. Definitely. Which is one last quick note that's great about podcasting. You know, somebody really likes what you're doing when they're downloading hour to two hour to three hours of a show per week and they're getting to you like where's your next show like if you're a few days late we're just like wow somebody else genuinely cares <laughs> so another thing that's great about podcasting i think even for the people who look at it on a business end you have a dedicated audience they're dedicated because one way or the other they're going through a little something to get your show way less than back in the day but they're going through a little <laughs> something so you know that's one thing that's great about podcasting um as a whole the people who dig you they really really dig you and um they're the best people to postulatize about you and spread the word and all of that so keep the podcasting thing rolling certainly certainly mary thank you so much for taking the time i really appreciate your your time and uh effort in in the professionalism and your input as far as uh diversifying podcasting and the landscape of media in general is is wonderful so i look forward to hearing your talk uh september 9th and 10th again middleantpodcast.com thanks again for everybody who tuned in uh and shout outs to all those people that that wrote in comments i'm sorry i didn't get to uh read really any of them uh i feel bad but we'll you know who you are and uh you're greatly appreciated and thanks to everybody for um, checking this out and listening and um i hope to see more folks at the event hope everybody has a good night and evening and september's gonna be fun <laughs>